Hey beautiful people, my name is Aura Lua and welcome to A Million Questions About Life and Human Behaviour. Essentially this space is where I get to be vulnerable and honest with myself and share with you my personal journey to realising my purest potential on earth and in doing so I'm hoping that while I share my experiences, it sparks curiosity and inspired action within you to create the life that I believe your evolved self already knows is absolutely possible. Right, firstly, happy hump day. And secondly, before we get into it, um, check-in moment, how are we feeling? Uh, how am I feeling? I feel deflated that's the word I can think to describe it um typically I try and um do my podcast recordings early in the morning because I'm actually I'm that person you know how you have different people I'm a lot more energetic in the morning I do like my morning meditation my journaling I have coffee with my girlfriend and I'm like good to go and I record as early as possible before I do my nine to five on my recording days um but today I I ended up working through the day and I've now left the recording till much later in the day and yes deflated is the word um which is interesting I want you to actually just observe how you're feeling before we carry on with the topic um, but today, that's how I'm feeling. But I suppose the plus side, if you want to look at the plus side to me feeling deflated, is I think it's a great segue into what I want to talk about today. Um, so recent observation in my world and my journey, I am questioning and observing honestly at this point I feel like my life is just like an experiment <laughs> but that is what it is at the end of the day I've learned that life is simply an experience um sometimes I feel like I'm in an experiment and I'm like a scientist observing myself um and I'm like mm, should we be doing this but I think it's good it helps me for self-growth um and actually I'm learning to so um accept myself and love myself even more by doing this but yes back to today's question um i mean i i'm playing around with how i'm gonna title it to be honest but it's actually a question along the line of um your current environment so is your current environment conducive for the goal you want to achieve or I suppose another way to position it is um, how you're letting your own environment impact you or control you, really. Um, and I'll explain it in a bit more detail. But me, on my current journey, um, I'm carving out a path where I find what I do purposeful. I have fun. I feel it's effortless I feel it kind of taps into my natural interests my natural talents but then of course I put in the effort and the commitment but it feels effortless because I'm doing things in alignment with my personal values and beliefs so that's my current path but I've been very vocal about this in the past that I am still doing um working in my nine to five um and guys it is testing me it is testing me to the core and to yeah but we're gonna unpack it now we're gonna work on it and talk about it i've been i'm in an eye in like what do i need to do well i know what i need to do but it's kind of working through it um in terms of financial security and all that jazz but essentially um, with me creating this pathway where I'm constantly in alignment and everything I do, everything, every action I take is intentional and I'm operating from a place of love um, and I'm 
I suppose, creating um, services, products, whatever it is, from a place of love, the more I am stepping into that pathway, the more frustrated I find myself getting with my um, traditional career that I've built um, up to date, which is working in HR. For those of you who don't know, I'm a HR business partner. And the reason I'm finding it even more frustrating is that so when we talk about my values and talk about alignment, I have come to the realization that HR may have supported some of my values. Did it ever? Hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Did it ever support my values? Was I ever in alignment? I was in alignment in my early stages of working in human resources because I was very big on growth I loved growth and like with any new skill right I'm learning something new so it felt new it felt exciting I liked um being given additional responsibility at the time I'm like yeah give me more responsibilities and plus I did enjoy interacting with people I loved being able to influence people um although I mean back then it bordered line on manipulation if I'm being completely honest but to an extent something that attracted me to a role in HR apart from actually just falling into it because an opportunity came my way I liked the people side of things <laughs> irony I was like I like the people side of things but now I'm like oh my god stop but I one of the reasons it's becoming an issue is that the conversations I'm having feel out of alignment essentially I have somehow cornered myself in HR into a space where I just don't feel like I'm being truthful with the people that um, speak to me. I don't feel like I'm being open with the people I speak to because at the end of the day, I'm working for the sake of the company and I'm on the company's payroll. So I will do what the company tells me to do. Um, And this is why I talk about where it kind of feels like it's virgin on manipulation because I essentially get my do what you're told task from um management and then I have to go find a way to sugarcoat it to the employees so this is where it's like um uh, change the narrative for the employees to let them see how this um bad news benefits them or how it can be to their benefit which is like (laughs) I mean even just saying it out loud I'm like wow no wonder your soul feels tortured right now as I laugh through my pain um but yes this is what's now really kind of running around in my head in terms of um have I got to a space where um well I mean in the first question is my current environment conducive to my um final outcome my desires absolutely not I know that for a fact I don't need to kind of talk it through to know the answer I already outright know the answer and the first thing that probably pops into your head is like so why are you there um but I did, I feel like I said this before right um I do st- still have oh see as I was about to say that I was like oh god or is this your brain creating excuses if you're wondering what I'm talking about then um definitely look at the last um episode of god like i literally have brain fog that i actually can't even remember um the name of the last episode oh um are you your own worst enemy of progress i think it was called definitely look at that to understand what i mean by like is this my mind generating an excuse um but i know for a fact that my current career is just completely out of alignment with my personal values. Um, I very much pride myself in being an honest person. And I feel like a lot of times when you work in HR, um, for, for what we as HR professionals believe is for the right reasons. But a lot of times, like, same way employees feel like, there isn't clear communication from leadership is guess what like even if HR is the one who appears to be delivering the news to you half the times we don't even really know what's going on and then on the other hand when we do really know what's going on we're not allowed to communicate it we have to keep it confidential so we have to 
go around telling you we don't know what's going on. Um, so you can only imagine how this is very challenging for someone who says their intrinsic personal value is honesty. Um, and what else have I thought is like my intrinsic values? I'm like, I want to be in a space where I understand life is short. I want to enjoy life. Life is simply made to be experienced. So I want to fill my time with doing the things I love. Um, and also surrounding myself with people I love or people I can have interesting conversations with and in the workplace it's literally like actually a manager said this once it's like I get paid to notice people and I'm laughing but it's it's a valid point like a lot of think about your work colleagues a lot of your work colleagues are people you just wouldn't socialize with on an average day um and you're having to or accept I mean I say that but then I had a flashback of a company I worked with um a long time ago where they had their own issues as well but I have to say one thing I loved about that place is the social life um it genuinely you know how like it feels toxic when a company tells you we're like family here but I have to hand on heart say that working in that environment, I absolutely loved it. Um, one of their values was just like being able to have fun or at least it felt that way because we were very big on like social outings, socializing, people getting to know each other on a personal level, having lots of fun. That's like the only environment I've worked in where that was true when they say we're like a family like it genuinely felt like family um but anyway back to current time um one of my values is being able to have fun I never feel like I can have fun in my current job um another strong one like I said it's like operating from a space of love um and this is how I want my life to be going forward when I have kids this is what I want to raise them to operate as well from a place of love but how can I do that when I'm in an environment where it feels like everything is the complete opposite of what I'm talking about um and also how can I essentially progress if I am allowing my environment hold me back because there is I'm trying to remember exactly how the saying goes but it's something about um I don't know if it's a saying but I've seen it somewhere um where it basically talks about like if you want to make changes um try you most likely want to remove yourself from um the people you know in that environment right so if you want to be an accountant you most likely have to go start socializing with accountants uh, i know this is like a very generic example i'm given if you want to give up a habit um it's going to be much harder trying to give up a habit if you're surrounding by your, yourself with people um who constantly so for example you're a smoker you want to give up smoking if you're constantly surrounding yourself with smokers then it's going to be much harder to give up smoking than when you remove yourself from that circle of smokers, right? Um, yeah, so it's like to kind of keep you motivated, you kind of need like your circle of people um, who are kind of on a similar path. So I'm then going back to my question is, am I letting my environment control me? Because I find that a lot of times... I go into work and I come home feeling exhausted and drained and it's not just because the workload is a lot like the workload is a lot it's um yeah we're not going to get into that conversation but I find what absorbs and consumes more of my energy is putting on a mask when I go into work is me smiling through um, through gritted teeth when people <laughs> make certain decisions and I'm just like how on earth uh, it's me pretending to care about certain issues um, it's people chasing me up for information and I'm like pretending to care um, about 
whatever it is that they're flagging to me, I find that's, that that is what absorbs majority of my energy. And that's why I wanted to kind of put the question out there to you guys as well and just say, like, are you actually someone who is similar to me creating a path for yourself? And if you are, have you put yourself in an environment that's conducive to where you want to be? Because I haven't. I know for a fact I haven't. I've been vocal about it to myself. I've been vocal on my podcast, but I'm still in that environment. Um, but I've told myself that I've got a plan, right? Um, I am working to save up some money. So I, at least I have money on the side um, instead of just like outright quitting my job um, because I have to think of longer term Um is that what is it short term pain for long term gain? I think it says. Um, but I'm telling myself, okay, like I know I'm having to smile through gritted teeth at the moment, but I know I've got a savings plan on the way, and I know I've already started to create my um, my career that I truly want, and I am creating the effortless life I want. But I still can't help but. Um, what's it called I still can't help but notice and feel and um get a bit saddened not a bit like I'm not gonna try and like lighten the way I feel because it does actually really impact me um on a day like this for example where I'm wanting to actually engage and be fully present while talking to you guys but I'm just like, oh, I'm just so tired. Like, work made me so tired. And I'm, like, literally sat here rubbing my eyes and trying to keep my eyes awake. Um, And not that you guys aren't special to me, but it's, like, imagine me feeling like this while I'm trying to engage with you over the podcast, but what about my relationship? Sometimes I come home from work. Work from home days are normally better. I still, like, because at least I'm not having to, like, fake socialise with people. But, um on days when I actually go into the office and come home like sometimes I'm just so exhausted to the point like I just don't even want to talk and then who who gets the unfair advantage of that my partner does and is this what you're doing in your environment as well um have you been letting your own environment control you do you just have you just accepted that you're a moody person when actually it's not that you're moody it's the habits you've created it's the activities you've surrounded yourself with that's making you moody have you said to yourself i want to accomplish x i want to accomplish y um and if you have then have you put yourself in a situation or in an environment where you can accomplish that Going back to the smoking example, are you someone who's wanting to give up smoking, but you're still surrounding yourself constantly with smokers? Um, not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with your circle of friends who smoke, but it's very, I mean, you're just making it much harder. And this goes back to being your own enemy. Like you are just making it 10 times harder for you. Um, and I'm saying you, but I'm also talking to me, um, me carving out the life I want. And the reason I'm saying it and noticing and appreciating and accepting that, yes, I am making it harder for myself is because I am really learning. And um, as cheesy as it sounds, um, the vibration that I want to be vibrating on is an, is a, is the vibration of love and I mean that in the sense that I want to embody love in the sense that I want to be very intentional with the things I do when I have a conversation with you I want to be here in the present moment same as my family and my friends um I want to enjoy um the moments that if I'm carving out time now to paint I want to take my time and enjoy that moment of me painting because otherwise what's the point of it and this then takes me back to oh I just like <laughs> the laptop maybe that's like underlying frustration there um but 
I'm saying this is what I want, but I've sucked myself into an environment where it's stopping me having energy to let alone be present in the moment it's stopping me have the energy to socialize with the people I care about I mean even just last Friday um well this would be a couple of weeks ago when you hear this but it was one of my older sister's birthday and we me and two of my, my myself and my two sis two of my sisters we decided to go out for dinner and I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to get dressed, put my makeup on, blah, blah, blah. Uh, looking forward to it. But then I end up having like two last minute meetings, so-called urgent meetings in my calendar on that Friday. And then I end up being late for dinner, but late to the point where it was almost point. I was like an hour and a half late and the table was booked for two hours and it was kind of like a the table's booked, you can't come. Um, but outside of that, because I know if I really wanted to go, I would have still made my way there, um, being an hour and a half late, but at least still get to like spend my sister's birthday with her. Um, but I was just exhausted. Like I was just emotionally, mentally, physically and spiritually exhausted on that Friday due to my working environment and then it's like what's the cost what's the price I'm paying if again I know life is like it's so interesting how like we all know like the only certain thing in our life is death and I don't mean that in like a saddened way it's not meant to be sad it's just the fact of life it's a well-known fact that we're all going to die no one knows when they're going to die. We all take it for granted that we're going to grow old, but we actually have no certainty about when we're going to die. So I'm thinking to myself, if I was going to die tomorrow, what's important to me? Is it this job or is it spending time quality time with friends and family is it me doing the things I love is it me feeling like I've added value to people's lives is it me feeling like I'm doing things intentionally is it me feeling like I have purposes is it me feeling like again I keep going on about quality time but quality time is one of my love languages I'm like what well, I know what will matter to me it won't be that job like that conversation those urgent meetings that got put in my calendar will be irrelevant to me it will be trivial it will be of no value if I was to die tomorrow what would have been of value is actually spending time with my sisters yet I let myself compromise the quality time I could have spent with my sisters because I was exhausted um having conversations about things that just don't align with me they just like they're from another dimension as far as I'm concerned um and exhaust my soul and I'm gonna come on to this I actually had this um idea to talk about this and that might be the next episode but it's all about spirituality in the corporate world because I'm a spiritual being I've always been I was I grew up like in a catholic home christian catholic home in nigeria so not just catholic but in nigeria um so it growing up was very religious but i've since become or i class myself as being more spiritual and that's just like the relationship i have with myself and then the relationship i have when i um try and see how i fit in with the universe with the rest of the people around me so that's what i class as spirituality um but i think that's going to be an interesting topic as well talking about can you bring spirituality in the in the corporate world because um from what i'm feeling is that um hr has got to the point where it's just it feels so soul draining and by soul draining i mean like it just always takes me out of whack so every morning I do my meditation I do my journal I like feel like I've set myself up for success I feel good I connect with my partner in the morning we spend time just having coffee or a hot drink together we're like yeah we're set up for the day only for <laughs> it's like why am I like building myself up mentally emotionally um and why am I kind of 
generating all this loving energy every morning when I'm just taking it to a place where I'm just like I am so out of place here I don't feel like I belong here and I suppose a part of me is kind of kind of challenging me like okay maybe all right maybe you can be the change maybe you can be the change you want to see and trust me (laughs) believe you me I have tried as um uh, hrbp i always used to go into interviews and say i love um the strategic side of hr and i was not joking i was not lying to interviewers when i would tell them i love the strategic partner inside of um, my role and the reason i love that is because for me it allowed me focused on the positives of uh, employee relations in the corporate environment it allowed me focus on okay so how can we improve employee well-being how can we um essentially make the environment more conducive to employees as humans and not just employees as machines because i think a lot of times corporates just treat people like machines it's like oh just like they they give very transactional relationships but they expect you to go above and beyond it's like how can someone go above and beyond when or you offer them is transactional, i.e. here's your pay, here's your benefits package, now go to your job. Um, that's very transactional. So you can't then turn around and be like, oh, why aren't people putting in extra hours? Why aren't people putting in this? Why don't people care about this company? Why don't they give their dedication to this company? They're not going to do any of that if you're just um, approaching them from a very transactional space. But and that's why I loved the I used to say I loved the strategic side of HR because to me, at least I felt like I was being able to impact um, the employee experience, being able to add value. But unfortunately, it wasn't long before it actually took me. I was very naive and I was very like enthusiastic and very motivated. And I genuinely felt like I could make a difference. But like I said earlier, at the end of the day it's the company cutting me my paycheck so um yes I was able to get through some like ideas I thought was really cool and actually had the employee at the heart of it and I was proud of those moments like it was like really nice wins when those happen but in some companies like the amount of fight it took for me to get my ideas approved and it's just like it was just tiring and again I'm I'm now in like I say to my sister I don't know if there's any Nigerians listening to this but um there's like a little slang like the soft life I've been saying it to my sisters like joking not joking but I'm like I'm all about the soft life now (laughs) and it's where it's just like everything's easy breezy everything's cool chill to me when I say I want the soft life I'm basically saying I want the effortless like things just fall into place and I believe things can fall into place if I choose to go down the route of my passions Um, everything can fall into place if I put myself in environments um, that are supportive of me as a person if I put myself in environments that don't make me feel like um, an odd egg because I care they don't I can put myself in environments where um, I can actually have a conversation with people beyond the email I mean oh my god sorry no no I don't want to turn this into a ranting because I don't want to like emotionally dump on you guys but um that I was just gonna say about like um how people send you a message like a teams and they're like hi and you're just like like now I'm actually like just get to the point what do you want like don't fake niceties with me I mean any British would know how like the British love to fake niceties and now I'm just like what do you want like just get to the point like I, I I've lost my patience but like even pretending to do small talk like we call small talk because I'm just like look just get to the point but anyway um it's just really really making me um question question my journey question how realistic am I being when I say I'm gonna stay a few more months um in HR do I have a few more months will I need longer than that um because 
until I start generating money from other sources to be able to pay for my bills, pay for my, um, uh, basically pay for life. <laughs> um, I have to, I have to make that choice, right? I have to find what's best for me and I'm still kind of navigating and trying to figure out what's best for me because on some days I wake up and I'm like I can do this I can do this it's just a few more months in HR I can make it work let's find ways to make it work I was even actually having this conversation with my therapist and um, I think in our next session we're gonna basically kind of brainstorm um, ways to find a middle ground because in the past I've been that person where I just impulsively quit my job I'm like oh my god I'm fed up I've had enough and I just quit my job but I'm learning now and one of my one of the things my therapist was like um so how can we do it things differently this time <laughs> because um, I'm like I don't want to be in that space again where I was when I started my coaching where I quit my job and I was like okay I'm gonna fully focus on my saving on my coaching and I did have some savings set aside but I mean it wasn't enough to cover like I think it just about covered what six months rent um no about four or five months let's be honest because then I was also um, I mean my account my business account was going into minus and I was like literally um using my savings to survive with like very little money coming in um so I want to avoid being in that situation because I'm like if I'm thinking about long-term gain um let me see this as like uh what's it called a discomfort in the interim and then longer term it's gonna pay out because then I will fully phase myself um out of this um toxic type of HR but if you me actually I had a thought I, did I mention this before like I actually feel like somewhere down the line I'm gonna create like a different type of HR like mark my words I think that's my challenge um for future me once I have like resources coming in and I'm feeling more comfortable um well no it's not even about feeling more comfortable I think it's I have to first remove myself from the world of HR before I can then go back and add value but I've thought about it and I definitely want to create like a different approach to HR um further down the line but that's going to be um a future me problem <laughs> it's not a future me problem that's more like further down the line but um I definitely feel that um, is my current environment conducive? And I, when I say current environment, I mean my work environment. Um, I don't believe it's conducive to my desires um, in the sense that I don't feel like I can fully show up as myself. I definitely don't feel like I can bring my spirituality in the workplace. Like it's a very corporate environment. I don't even feel like I can bring back my joyful, fun self. I feel like everyone's always so serious there and it's always like just respond to emails and that's it good to go like it feels very hard even trying to socialize with people um in that environment so it's definitely not conducive um and have I been letting my environment control me absolutely and I think this is the bit that's really getting to me but now I'm like well what do I do about it and honestly, I'm open to open to suggestions. A part of me is like, do I just suck it up and be an adult and understand that this is um, what I'm going through for now? It's temporary, longer term. There's bigger plans to come. Um, or do I? Oh, I say or, oh, but no. I mean, I've I've flirted with the idea of like just resigning and being like, I'm done. I don't want to be here anymore. But I'm trying not to repeat old habits because, um, like I said, I've tried things a certain way in the past and they haven't worked. So I want to do things differently. Um, I'll see. I'll let you know if my therapist and I manage to come up with them um, some ideas because we are going to talk about it in our next uh, session on how do I find the middle ground because um, a topic my therapist and I explored is how I go to extremes so there's the one extreme where I'm just like impulsively quitting my job and then I I'm jobless essentially then I get um I panic and I get irritated and frustrated I'm jobless and like I need to do something I need to do something 
Although now I question, I'm like, if I had no job, would I, would I feel, would I panic about having lots of free time on my hand? I don't think I would, but I think what I would be wanting is just the resource, money as a resource to um, do lots of things. Because trust me, now I know I can fill up my time with um, so many ideas. Like there's so many things I don't mind trying out if I had a lot of free time. But it's like, but then where's the money? How am I going to pay for these things? So I don't feel, I wouldn't feel that panic of I've quit my job. I've got nothing to do. But um, would I have the resources to do extra things? I don't know. It's a question that I can't really answer until I'm in the situation. And then there's the other extreme. So there's the quitting my job and then there's the staying in HR full time while building my dream outside of HR um so yes we're gonna kind of weigh up and myself and my therapist are gonna work together to see if we can find a middle ground so if she comes up with like if the session produces any um big ideas I'll definitely keep you guys updated in the next episode but for now it's just what I'm doing I suppose what I've been doing to help myself especially when I feel down because like I said I know this environment is not conducive but um I'm choosing to stay here and this is another thing where I feel when I talk about like this place absorbing my soul and and me not feeling like I can bring my spirituality part of my spirituality is knowing I have freedom of choice and in this role I struggle with that freedom of choice because a lot of times um I give recommendations and leadership don't go with it I give advice and managers don't take my my advice and it's like why are you asking my advice if you're not going to listen to it like that infuriates me um but then it's just like part of me starts to get deflated because it's like why am I even here when people aren't going to listen to what I have to say why are you paying me to give you advice why are you paying me to give you suggestions if you're not going to listen to my suggestions like that's definitely a big frustration and then that um I suppose that starts to make me feel claustrophobic in the sense of like also my freedom of choice because I'm telling myself on the one hand well or you can just walk away if you want to I yes I can but then what are the consequences of me just walking away the biggest consequence is not having money um can I afford to not have money in my bank account at the moment while saying that there's like a voice going like but the universe will provide the universe will provide I appreciate that but um yeah it's still been like challenging so it's things like that and thoughts like that that bring me down but in terms of like what I'm doing to help myself um I definitely take advantage of like my work from home days um and also I am finding that although (laughs) sometimes I like struggle with the thought of like making my way to the gym making my way to the swimming pool actually when I do get there um and I have been sticking to like my my physical activity um what's it called schedule that does make me feel better um so that's definitely like a coping mechanism I have at the moment the exercising I'm doing that really helps with the endorphins that 100% helps um also making the most of my weekends and I I don't want to be that person to list for the weekends but I do have to say that in this um, temporary period of my life, I have been someone who's living for the weekends. Like, we max out, and when I say we, I mean my partner and I, we max out our weekends. We make the most of it. Um, this last weekend, we went for, like, an amazing yoga session. Um, we go for, we, we do go out for dinners. Uh, we've been for, like, a dinner and a show. Like, I've been, like, essentially trying to fill my soul, fuel my soul over the weekend, only then to unfortunately go burn it at my job because then I'm like, oh, why am I here? But anyway, for now, at least I'm trying to kind of, I mean, it's not really balanced. The scale's like tipped where Monday to Friday, I'm like, well, not not necessarily Monday to Friday because my work from home days are much lighter. So really, it's more like three three days of the week. Um, I feel that like really exhausted, like 
pulling me down like why am I here I don't want to be here <laughs> but at least outside of that um like I said the exercises helping um also things like I think I mentioned this in one of my episodes where before I just like mindlessly scroll on social media after work I've actually replaced that with reading books I've replaced I mean I've always liked reading books but I give myself more time to read which I enjoy so really I just how how am I helping myself knowing fully well I'm in an environment that's not conducive to where I want to be um what I'm doing to stop letting my environment control me is I'm filling up my cup where I can when I can I'm being gentle to myself I'm being accepting of myself I'm being understanding with myself I'm giving myself more um more what's it called uh quality time essentially like the quality of the time I'm choosing to spend with my friends my family myself is actually more heightened so if I'm looking at the silver lining that's definitely a silver lining um of being in an environment that's not not necessarily the most conducive because then it's like I do appreciate the times when I'm alone so like I'm being a lot more intentional now with my morning meditation because I'm someone who's meditated for a while I did fall into a space where like I was just kind of going through the process and going through the motions but not really being present I've started to be more present when I meditate so I'm literally like now I realize like I'm saying it but I'm actually thinking out loud I do my best each week to do something that is stimulating mentally emotionally so stimulating mentally guess what my podcast so actually that mentally stimulates me so I'm really enjoying it um I also read books I'm I'm reading weekly well I'm reading daily actually so that's a mental stimulation emotional stimulation not necessarily stimulation but um just emotional care I journal every morning after meditating I journal and I just kind of like short paragraph of how I'm feeling in this moment and write about it then I do like my gratitude exercise which is something I picked up from another book I read um, a little while back so that's the emotional side um also lots of hugs every day from my girlfriend so daily hugs that's very helpful um and then physically I exercise I do swimming and then um when I can't do swimming I try and do something else so for example um this morning I went cycling before work uh, I say cycling guys fun fact I actually don't know how to ride a bicycle so I mean the the bicycles in the gym the stationary ones I am gonna learn this summer I still can't believe I can't cycle my parents never taught me when I was younger but I'm gonna learn that's like my summer goal um but yes physically I do activities and then spiritually is my meditation spiritually is just allowing myself that space um to reflect I do a lot of self-reflection I do a lot of self-observation um and I do a lot of self-integration essentially so with my mental emotional um physical I then like take that moment to pause and reflect and see how I can integrate that into myself as a person so I feel like that's how I've been kind of um helping myself and supporting myself to the best that I can while I still have that um I suppose growing pain of having to supplement income from um an environment I'm not necessarily in alignment with or necessarily pleased with but I'm understanding that okay this is just the means of resource for now um and eventually that will get phased out um but for now I'm just going to focus and slowly um start to phase out the environment that isn't conducive because uh, I do believe that the more I can allow myself to do activities I enjoy, the more I can stay in that vibration that people find attractive. Because if you're someone who's listening, may not necessarily believe when people go along the lines of vibrations, energies, like... I feel like whether you believe it or not, it's still there. And it's still there in the sense of 
if you're someone who hasn't who doesn't believe in vibrations for example my question to you is have you ever observed or met have you ever had a first introduction a first meeting with person a and and same first introduction with person b and for some reason you feel like you've warmed up to person a and person b um my guess is that person a was probably more in alignment with you was probably um more relatable to you shared more interest with you um i imagine they were maybe more enthusiastic more smiley more welcoming and this is exactly what i mean when i talk about being like vibrating from a place of love because uh, I think it's a strong magnet to people around you. It's a strong magnet to opportunities. It's like how they say um, misery loves company, right? So there's misery loves company. But I, I also feel that um, at times when people find someone who, according to them, looks successful or um, there's just a certain or there's a je ne sais quoi or there's just a certain charisma about someone, uh lots and lots of people naturally gravitate gravitate to that towards that person for me charisma is um someone most likely vibrating from a from a place of love um someone who just has it that they've just got that thing they, there's just something about them i think when we're saying there's just something about them it's just the they're probably someone who um most likely fills their time with the things they love and um, remove themselves from environments that are no longer conducive to their goals, their aspirations, and they stop letting um, themselves be controlled by their own environment. By the way, guys, I can't believe I forgot. I'm still getting, bear with me, I'm still familiarising with my podcasting status. But um, yeah, I forgot to plug my affiliate link. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, or if you haven't heard, I have um, an affiliate link, affiliate affiliation, <laughs> do we call that? To a very, very micro business called Terami um just to put it out there for transparency it's owned by my girlfriend but it's a 100% pure organic therapeutic grade essential oils um currently there's a the range is three so lemongrass tea tree and lavender they are the truth like I can swear by it because I use it daily like actually for today's podcast I had the lemongrass going if you guys have been listening for a while you most likely know that my go-to is always tea tree and lavender um but because like I said earlier I was feeling deflated in this episode so I was like let me put on the lemongrass because lemongrass helps with my concentration and my motivation so I'd actually put on lemongrass today um but in case you didn't know Therami, they do sell the set of three, so you can buy the oils individually, uh, but you can also get a set of three, and you do get £5 off, and it is free delivery um, in the UK for that set of three, um, but 100% check it out if you're interested, it's, when I talk about the quality in comparison to other essential oils, I've tried other essential oils before I ever met my girlfriend, and the quality is just like it's unbeatable like the smell just fills the it fills up the room and it smells so good and we actually have a like a little bunny rabbit he's so cute uh because you know how rabbits are normally quite like nervous creatures around people um i mean obviously he's got so used to us he's very relaxed around us but it's the funniest thing seeing um how chilled he is when um you put on the essential oils anyone who's familiar with like rabbit behavior they don't like normally they don't typically lay fully flat on their bellies um except they're like super comfortable he does that like every now and then um 
with us because he's become quite comfortable with us. But like if there were friends around or strangers he didn't know, he'd never lay fully flat on his belly. Um, but when we put on the lavender, especially, he's just so, he looks like he's in like a spa. Like he's just so chill and it just makes me laugh because I love when like his little bum is in the air and he lays completely flat on his belly. Um, and yes, the lavender does that to him. So it's like, recommended by bunny it's like bunny approved as well um but yeah it's just really good quality um i think i am becoming a bit more used to the smell now but I, the reason i say it is that i actually found that it was so concentrated that i didn't need a lot when i first used to use it so i'd only ever use three to four drops in the oil burner but now i think i've just overused it like sometimes i use it every day and now i'm learning to actually give myself a break and use it every other day just so i don't get too acclimatized to the smell other times to kind of mitigate that i put on like lemongrass in my um home office then I put on lavender in the bedroom so then at least when I go into a different room I can smell a different smell but when I first started using it I'd only ever use like three to four drops max because it was so concentrated now but it's just more that I'm like so used to the smell um I'm finding I'm having to use more like four or five drops but even that's still pretty good for other um essential oils on the market they're normally so diluted that you have to like add extra extra drops um but yes check out the affiliate link i can't believe i forgot to plug it because i was gonna try and plug it like midway through the podcast but anyways at least i remembered i'm still getting used to this so yeah that's why but anyways guys check out the link i'm gonna put it in the description i was just gonna like copy a typical youtube and be like check out the link in the description below but i can't even remember like (laughs) where the description is on the podcast platform on like spotify and apple so i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna say that because i'm not sure but i will put the link where you can find it If you resonated with this episode, I want you to share it with someone you know will appreciate some emotional and mental stimulation. Ultimately, the aim is to get connected in our vulnerable space where, guess what, it's okay to ask questions, plus take inspired steps that allow us have the life we want by doing the things we love. Before I leave, I want to challenge you to do something you are passionate about within now and the next time I get to speak to you. And on that note, Oralua signing out with so much love. Take care, guys. Mm-hmm.